This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any of the apps you listen to is always appreciated. We all want to be liked, to be accepted, but sometimes the worst of my weird can come out in any situation, really. And people remember that shit. It colors how they interact and treat you in the future. Honestly, sometimes the whole time they know you for the rest of eternity, which can be a problem. And making a first impression isn't just to make friends. Like It can be for dating, getting a job, or making a sale. So having a bad first impression actually has consequences of having problems with actually dating, finding the right people, how people treat you. They can be more rude to you more often, or they can be more dismissive, or they just don't want to be around you because they think something weird about you, or think that you don't like something certain which has nothing to do with you at all, or actually not getting a job, not getting paid, not making that sale, not getting whatever goal you have going on. So it actually has consequences, and I always honestly feel like a lot of introverts kind of have a problem with it because we're just... We don't know what we're doing half the time. And a lot of the stuff, it works faster than we would like to work or how our brains usually process. And so here are my three tips for making a better first impression. First one, the easiest one, which is appearance. The whole boiling down to is don't be a mess. I am all for being comfortable, wearing yoga pants, sweatpants, sweatshirts, and everything else. Because... It's comfortable. I'm at home or I'm going grocery shopping. Things that I don't plan on doing something kind of important. But if you're going to an event, a party, or whatever, actually dress a little better. Uh, my always thing is like, does it have structure? Like, if it's all stretchy from like head to toe, then it doesn't count. Yes, us women have pants that do are a little more stretchy, a little better. I kind of just making it look nice and everything. And that's perfectly fine. But there's still structure. Like, if the seams don't really move, then that has structure. And that's what's really important. Is whether you just put on a button-up, a shirt that has some kind of extra color to it, pockets. Pockets that actually don't look bulky. That's also a good kind of criteria to go for. Another thing with the appearance is dressing for the occasion but being comfortable. So you want to kind of dress up if it calls for dressing up. Like don't go to a wedding that's like black tie and wear your jeans. That shit's just awful. People ask you for a reason. They don't want to get you in the pictures if you ain't dressing nice. But being comfortable is don't go overboard. Don't be wearing uncomfortable shoes. Don't be wearing things that just don't match how you stand, how you walk, how you talk, and everything else. Like, I don't I don't like really long, tight dresses because just the way I stand, the way I kind of move around is really restrictive, and it just kind of breaks my flow, and I'm just on all around uncomfortable. I don't wear heels. I personally can't. I've had enough knee injuries that standing in them for more than, like, 30 minutes, just I'm in pain after a while, and then I'm not really good. I seem kind of mean because I'm not talking to anybody. I'm sitting down where everyone else is standing kind of thing, and again, that's not a good first impression. Another part about that is 
keep up with your damn hygiene. Oh my God, I don't know how many times I've been places that people don't brush their damn teeth, don't brush their hair. I have no problem if you have a messy bun or you didn't trim your beard or anything like that. Like, whatever. It's kind of like part of your, you want to be lumberjack, you want to just kind of casual and everything else. Nothing wrong with it. I am perfectly fine with it. I do it all the time too. Like, there are times I'm like, mm, I just brushed it twice. We're done. But if you actually smell or look really messy because you just couldn't take the extra minute to do the basic stuff, that just looks awful. It smells awful. And it, with me personally, I don't want to be around those people. If I see them sometime later, I'm always, I'm automatically like, I'm going to stand back. I'm going to try to get out of this conversation. So because I remember that. Those are things, especially with human nature, we remember the bad things more than anything else. It's easy to remember. It just sticks with us. We're just, we're awful people like that. And so there's really, it's really just simple things. If you kind of go out for just casual things, yeah, a pair of jeans. A pair of leggings can work fine if you wear a nicer top. And I, for me, when I mean nicer, I don't literally mean dressy as in I'm going to a cocktail hour. It's kind of like this thing doesn't stretch. It has shape. It might have some color, maybe a pattern. If that kind of how kind of how you roll and everything else, and that's all you need. The second one is body language. I do have an episode uh before this one about body language, so I'm not going to go too much into this because it I just kind of want to get the basic stuff for first impression. So the first impression is in America, yeah, we do firm handshakes. That's kind of important. They want to they have that certain touch. If you're lucky to be somewhere around that's Asian and do bowing, go ahead and bow. If I could bow more often, I would because I don't want people's germs. Of course, in the very beginning, eye contact. Yes, introverts, that sucks. But as long as you do it in the very beginning for just long enough, like say hi to them, shake their hand. So that's like three or four seconds or so. And then you can kind of move on because then usually there's more than one person around you. Things kind of go around or you can like, oh, yeah, make a comment of what's around us. So you're engaging in a conversation. You made on contact. You're doing good. Another one with body language is kind of keeping your space. I was trying to kind of explaining this better is keeping your space around you, whether it is standing with confidence, standing with your shoulders back. Um, don't shrink into yourself kind of thing. Make sure you, I, I hate the idea of like, don't cross your arms kind of thing, but don't try not to do that the whole time kind of thing. I, I'm okay with hands in the pockets because that's still casual enough. Well, like depending on how you stand with your arms, your, your shoulders could be up and you're kind of like, Hur. like don't come in. Well, hands in the pocket can be more, eh, I'm standing here, maybe my hands are cold kind of thing. This, I know, this doesn't quite go with body language, but it kind of, kind of reminds me of, because it goes with the mind. Mind's part of the body. I'm making these connections. Don't come at me. It's just remembering names and facts. And there are all these different ways to do it. One, of course, is like if you see the person, repeat it several times. If you're lucky enough to get like a business card. When I'm talking to a person, like later on in the conversation or right afterwards, I usually write a couple notes. 
on there. If someone tells me about their Instagram, I look through their Instagram so I can kind of get some things that catch my mind. Um, facts about them. Honestly, if anyone talks about having a pet, I will remember that. So if you really want me to remember you, please tell me about your pet, especially a dog. Whether or not they have like a business, whether or not they have kids, like the little things that kind of help that whether or not you can bring it up later. Like, and I mean like later in the same conversation or if you come back and see each other again and you all make kind of a comment and you kind of just slide it in. I'm like, oh yeah, this thing looks a little weird in the buffet line. My dog wouldn't even eat it. And, or like ask them, like, you think your dog would eat this? Ha ha. There you go. Part of a conversation. Part of a good repression. All right. The last one is a little different in with the mind is that it's mindset. And honestly, I, this one was kind of the hardest for me to do because of course it's not an easy thing. You have to constantly work on it. And it's honestly, it's hard because it's about to do with you. And it's a lot of growing it's a lot of digging into the weird, dark shit inside of yourself. And, uh, it's really hard to kind of talk about this part because it's just, it gets personal, but also it's not really like a concrete thing. It's not a, like, this is the easy steps. Mindset's a very personal thing because you have, you, we all have our own shit, but we all have to deal with it differently because it all came from different things. So one is, um, don't act like you don't belong. That's kind of the first thing. Like, do not have the negativity in there. Of, well, I don't belong here. These people don't like me. They already have their clicks and everything else. I just, I'm already an outsider. I always feel like an outsider. But I don't walk in there with that negativity in there. Because it's, some of y'all may not believe this, but I do believe in the energy of it all. I believe in all the kind of, the stuff that you let stick to you. And if you go in there already negative, that's coming off of you. And other people are going to feel it. Other people are going to get a sense of it. And that can flavor the the interaction in subtle ways as in they can feel it and kind of they're already like mm, I'm already kind of wanting to get away from the, this person for whatever reason or the it's just I, something's off or in just in the main point of there you already seem kind of negative you you're in your mind things are already kind of negative so you already start talking about negative things you already start having kind of more of a down personality down viewpoints and everything else and that is that's something that sticks to people i one thing that i always had to remind myself because yeah i'm a weird person and i've had people tell me this and i've thought about it too like going there like don't be weird don't be weird don't be weird and of course you do that and you start acting weird because that's what's in your mind you're talking about not being weird and then it's already there you don't have anything else to replace it so Another thing is to kind of change the thought process of like, don't be weird. Kind of like, remember to smile. Remember to smile. Ask some questions. Like, be neutral or uplifting if you can. I'm not all about, oh, yeah, we need all, we gotta be positive about everything. You gotta be nice. I don't believe in that bullshit. We all have the negativity in us. We all have negative thoughts. It's just what we do with it. Try to be as neutral as you can. And neutral, a perfectly fine place to be. Nothing, not everything needs to be 
one way or another. We don't have to be at such opposite ends. You can just be in the middle and have no feelings at all. And that's even better. Getting Going into a place kind of neutral leaves you open because you're kind of like, oh, I'm going to, like, I wonder who's going to be here. I'm just going to be able to, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to see who I can meet here, see if I can help anybody else. Like, having that sense of kind of openness is just more the important part about the mindset because you're, you're going in there for something, but also you're going to give. The best part about networking is giving and meeting to new people. Like it, it could just be like you're going to a party with a bunch of friends and the bunch of their other friends are going to be there too. It'd be really nice to maybe, okay, ooh, it'd be really nice to make another friend or find someone else that loves the movies like your other friend does that she has. And maybe you can make it like a do group gathering sometime. Like just, Nothing has to be so terribly hard. And that all of this stuff is always an opportunity. Meeting new people should always be an opportunity. That should be your mindset. Not the, ugh, people kind of thing that some of us have. Yeah, I have that all the time. But I work in a customer service. And that's a very different thing. But I am very open now to, I get to meet all these new people. There's so many stories out there. My, one of my things that I love in life is hearing other people's stories. And so that's what I try to weave into. And other people are kind of like, I love to see the ideas other people have. Or I love to connect with people through parenthood or through nonprofit or through my charity. Like bring something of yourself in there and that is your opportunity. Bring it in there, feel for it. Be excited about it. I love hearing people's stories. I love, I mean, I just why I do podcasting. I love to hear other people's stories. I love people kind of telling me what they got out of things because even though I've done interviews, people get the same, different things out of it. Yes, we could have had actually instrumental, instructional information in there, but there are certain things they took more of and they kind of went off and they still got the main point right, but then they got something else out of it. And that was an opportunity because they they were there to listen and they were open enough to receive whatever kind of came through. Not just, I'm going to get this and I'm done. Screw everyone else. I love the energy. Because that's, that's the point. We're supposed to be, we're social creatures. Most of us are not going to be hermits in life. We're not going, we, we, we love, I mean, too many of us love technology too much. We love gossiping. And stuff like that. The non-harmful way, hopefully. And you can only do that with other people. Other people got to make that shit. Other people got to work on it. Someone's got to troubleshoot it. Because my ass ain't doing coding. I don't create apps. I love Instagram. I'm, I do my own pictures, but I don't want to keep looking at my own stuff all the time. I want to see everyone else's stuff. I want to interact with them. I want to meet them in real life and see how they do their thought process. I want to see how they set everything up. And that's what ultimately helps get me give me good impressions to other people and then other people can feel like they ha- are more comfortable talking to me and that is at the end of the time what's more important the better first impression so you can have better relationships in the future thanks for listening check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my patreon where you can get more info check out products Hit me up on Instagram at the Introverts Bubble or Courageous Creativity. 